I'm your host, Michelle, and welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Friendship. Oh my gosh, can you believe that we are already on season four? We decided to take just a really, really quick two-week break. I know it was kind of unplanned, not scheduled, um, and I know we have not been uploading as often as I feel like we should be, <laughs> and as often as I would ideally like to be uploading. So for that, I do indeed apologize. However, Jamie and I have been super, super, super busy, and we've just been so kind of just done <laughs> with everything. But without further ado, let us get into... Um, some of the small announcements of the of the um, episode, as we usually do. Oh my goodness, I'm freaking falling over my words already. So if you guys want to support us, you can start with monthly donations on Patreon, which will allow us to create engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms. The, the, the link is always posted in the description below. You can also send us a voice message on our main hub, Anchor. And this will allow us to hear what you guys have to say, and you may be featured on a future episode. <laughs> Make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or just listen on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think. We love to read your reviews. Uh, it doesn't necessarily help us get up there, but we do like to read your reviews. We also do like to go live on Instagram. Once again, been super busy, been super sick, but we will be... Um, hopefully starting those up again soon, which I'm very excited for. Now, let's talk about what's been going on before we get into the episode of today. So we are actually adding a little witch to our coven. I am pregnant, so that's why I've been really sick, and this um, pregnancy has not been very kind <laughs> over the last couple of weeks to, to months. Um, morning sickness has become all-day sickness, so that's kind of where we are at and why we are kind of here with that. So yeah, um, without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce what this specific topic is going to be about. I'm going to be doing another witch reacts. You guys seem to really like the witch reacts, so I'm going to be doing another one of those. This one is about 10 items Christians should not own, apparently. I'm drinking my tea here. I may need to have a couple extra sips because it's going to be a long one. <laughs> this is another episode that's going to piss me off. I'm just going to say that. It's about 18 minutes long. I am going to be stopping it um, occasionally. And we are going to be looking at the comments afterwards. There's about 3,000 comments on this video. It was posted March 16th of this year and it is created by Jessica Joy. Um, so this is nothing against Jessica or any <laughs> of that. You know, I've met some Christian witches. They're awesome people. They are amazing. And, you know, I, I absolutely love my Christian witch friends. However, <laughs> I do think there's an issue when witches are, I mean, wow, 
witches do do this, but uh, when Christians take things too far and when witches take things too far, um, when a Christian takes something too far, they just, it's an issue. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those videos. I think I got, I'd seen this, I got a minute in before I just couldn't anymore. So we'll see how far I can. We'll see how far I can get in, um, into this one. So yeah, without further ado, let's let's get into it and let's see let's see what we've got. Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to my YouTube channel. So last night I was laying down, and as I was laying down, I was just thinking a lot about my New Age testimony because I just shared that video. Um, and if you haven't seen it yet, definitely watch it right after this one. But I was talking about a lot of different things that I did when I was in the new age. And once I did give my life to God, I had these items sometimes just lingering around. And it wasn't until I started maturing a lot more in my walk that I was like, this isn't right. You know, as a Christian, as a believer, I shouldn't have these certain items in my house. So I okay, so I'm really confused already. I'm not entirely sure what she's on about with having items in your house that you shouldn't have as a Christian. Um, obviously, you know, if she pulls out like, oh, you know, have a bath mat in your house, maybe you shouldn't have that as a Christian. But I've met many Christian witches. They have lots of um, witchy things around and you're still able to honor the Lord. So I'm really confused as to how some of the things she's going to talk about is going to be honoring or not honoring of the Lord or whatever. So I feel like this is going to be a lot of, I don't know, it's going to be really confusing because some of these things, a lot of these things, like Christians kind of, of stole, um, we'll get into, we'll get into it. If she mentions any of them, we'll get into it. I really realized that a lot of times us as Christians, we tend to be a little bit relaxed with the things that we, um, bring into our homes at times because you know it's very popular at the time or it's like it looks really trendy or something like that and so we think you know bringing it into the house won't do anything big but I hope that this video is something so this is another thing that I find a lot of um, Christians will say is Christians will say oh you know you're doing this because it's popular because it's trendy because this because of that like, for example, if you decide not to be a Christian anymore, oh, well, you're doing that because it's popular, because it's trendy, because you've seen it on social media. Like, no, dude, what if I'm doing it because I've had a, a realization? What if it has nothing to do with social media or any of that whatsoever? I don't know. I have a feeling that this video is going to be very, very, very frustrating, and I'm, I'm not looking forward to it at all. She hasn't even gotten into the first thing, and I'm already sitting here like, uh, I don't know if that's completely accurate. I don't know. I am an ex-Christian, just so that you guys know. I used to be Christian, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think six years ago. <laughs> um, so I do know the lingo. I do know the jargon. I know where she's coming from, pretty much. Um... So yeah, I also want to say, if it sounds a little bit echo ec echoey on her side, that's hers. That's not my audio. I know our audio is not always perfect, but that's definitely on her and not mine. That can help you kind of cleanse out your house and get rid of things that shouldn't be there, things that are not honoring to the Lord and to our beliefs. Like, 
in reality, if we, you know, stand for Jesus and we believe in the Lord and his power and his healing, we believe in what he's done for us. There's no reason why we should have these certain items in our home. My goal here is... That's another question that I have. So, let if you believe in Jesus, and I used to six years ago, so why can't you have these things in your home? Jesus is supposed to be all power. God is supposed to be all powerful. Jesus is his son who came and died for our sins, but God is supposed to be all powerful. He can defeat anything. He can be, defeat Satan himself. Why the hell are these small little trinkets in your home going to stop that? <laughs> I guess I'm confused. It's just to help you be a little bit more aware of the things that you have around you and why we shouldn't have them as Christians. So I hope this helps you and let's just get right into it. The first thing that I wrote down is healing crystals slash stones. Oh my God. Okay. So in the Christian world, didn't God make everything, including those healing crystals and stones? I don't understand. If you have these things as decor pieces and stuff like that, it shouldn't be an issue. You should be able to, in theory, celebrate God's this and God's that, you know? I don't know. It's already really confusing to me. I wish that there was a little bit more, like, clear-cut outlines here about what you're supposed to have, what you're not supposed to have. I mean, obviously she's doing it, but it's not coming from the church. It's not coming from the Bible. It's not coming from God. It's coming from Jessica Joy. It's not coming from anybody else. Um, so I'm curious to see what she has to say about crystals, what she has to say about any of this stuff, because, oh, Lord. <laughs> a lot of people started seeing a lot of celebrities kind of wearing, like, stone necklaces or you'll see celebrities talking about their favorite stone their favorite crystal oh my gosh nine times out of ten now you do have that one celebrity that's all about like healing and stuff like that but nine times out of ten these are decor pieces these are instagram posts these are solely used for instagram these are solely used to get people to be more drawn or more attracted to this 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 and this that they are doing online like She's showing a picture of a woman right now. I don't know who it is. I'm sorry. But she's got a crystal on her forehead. Maybe she's using it. Maybe she's not. But from what I am seeing, I don't think she's using it because she she just does not look like she's using it. I don't know. It doesn't look like she is. It This, oh, this is just frustrating. This is just incredibly, incredibly, incredibly frustrating. I feel like she's missing the point, and I'm wondering how much research she's put into this video. Well, um, so the thing with these crystals is that they tend to signify um, and stand for healing. Whether you just have them there for decor um, or you have them there for the actual healing purpose, I want to ask you, why is it that you want to have healing through these crystals? And the Bible, it tells... She kind of contradicted herself right there, saying if you have it for decor or if you use it for healing purposes. So according to her, you're not even allowed to have it for decor. What it, in that case, she has some pine cones sitting behind her that can be used in witchcraft that is out there in the world. Like pine cones symbolize things. She should get rid of those because those could be used for harmful things. That mirror behind her, she's got a mirror behind her that can be used in witchcraft. That can be used to bounce negative things back at somebody. If you turn it the other way, that can be used to hide from people or, you know, from 
things you can do in negative working. She's got candlestick holders. Like we should get rid of those too. Cause honey, you have a lot to clean out of your house if this is the route that we go in. Says that the Lord can heal us, the Lord restores us, redeems us, he makes us new. Let's ask ourselves a very simple question, for example. Would Jesus grab a stone and heal himself through the stone? Okay, so I don't know what um, like book it is or anything like that. It's been a hot minute since I read the Bible, but I do know that he gave, I think, like an old woman, like some stones or something like that, and was like, here, use these to protect yourself. Um, so the answer is yes, he would. She's also posting pictures of like crystals for this, for like trauma, success, healing, this and that. So she's calling them healing crystals, when in reality, they do a lot more than just healing. So I just, I don't know. I feel like she said that she used to be into this new age stuff. My initial reaction right now is that she looked up a couple things on Instagram, found a couple of Facebook groups and joined those and was like, oh, this is really cool and trendy and stuff like that. And she probably got into it because it was trendy. That was probably her experience. That's probably what she did. Um, I don't know if she had read any books. I, I don't know. Maybe I should listen to her, um, what she call it? Her new age testimony? <laughs> Maybe you should listen to that. I don't know. If it's too, like, biblical, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it. But if it's got some new age stuff in it, then, yeah. I would be interested in going through it and just seeing what we have. <laughs> now, another reason why people really like these stones is because they tend to hear that it radiates good energy. It radiates health and wealth and prosperity and healing like all of the above there's so many things that people are seeking these crystals for and i just want to say that we should only be seeking the lord for these things so you mean to tell me let me get this straight if i was christian and if i decided i want like some rose quartz in my house because i like pink stones that god's not going to hear heal me because of a pink rock he made. <laughs> what sense does this make? <laughs> Seriously. You know, the Lord is the only one that can heal us. The only one that can bring us peace, serenity, hope, joy, faith, money. He is the only one that if we seek, he will provide. And so I feel like this is one of the bigger things that I've seen a lot of Christians having in their homes. If you don't feel like this is a big deal, please pray about these things. And I know the Lord will bring clarity to you. So what she's saying here, and I hear Christians say this a lot, is like, pray about it and you'll get clarity about it. Basically, pray about it until you come to the decision I have come to. No one has personal walks with the Lord as much as they want to throw that out there. Um, everyone has to kind of be on the same page. And if you're not on the same page, there's a problem in their eyes. So, I don't know. I'm confused already. You as you go on looking around your house and seeking these things. So the other one that I ended up getting rid of as I was leaving the new age was tapestries. So, oh my gosh. So she's going to sit here and say every tapestry is like evil and that it has tarot card stuff all over it. That's not true. I have several tapestries right now and they have nature things, which by the way, if you're a Christian, God created those um, na nature places. 
I mean, I've got ones of the universe, I've got the moon, I've got the stars, I've also got awesome nature scenes of like waterfalls and trees and mountains and deserts and the ocean and those are all places um according to Jessica, the Lord has created, but I don't know. Apparently if you're a witch, the Lord didn't create it for you. It just isn't there for you. I don't know. I am curious to what she's gonna say. Oh, I used to have this huge tapestry that covered literally my entire wall in my bedroom and it was a purple tapestry with the um symbol so that is the third eye um symbol and that was like my favorite chakra at the time that I was practicing the new age so I had this massive tapestry that represented chakras so chakras are not once again something that us as Christians are to be practicing or messing with Depending on what kind of Christian you are. If you're a spiritual Christian, 100%. Fucking go for them. Chakras, girl. Um, But I feel like this is a lot of, like, judgment that has been brought down by Jessica. So, apparently, when you die, God's not going to be judging you. It's going to be Jessica Joy. Because they're not from the Lord. So, um, I just want to make you, you know, a little bit more aware of what you're putting up on your walls. Um, and the designs that you have on this wall. So even if you have a tapestry that has like the Hamsa symbol, I used to have something very similar to that as well. I had paintings with the Hamsa. Um, that isn't Christian. <laughs> so, you know, I would definitely... I am a little confused because I do tend, and I don't want to be like rude or disrespectful towards any like religion, race, gender, anything like that. However... I, I personally, just for my own fucking sanity, tend to put, like, Christians, um, Jewish, and, um, what's the other one? Catholic. I tend to put those in the same boat, because they all believe in one God, and they all kind of have similar beliefs. And if you ask a Catholic if they're Christian, they will say yes. If you ask a Christian, if Catholics are Christian, they will say no. There's a lot of gatekeeping there, but, um... The Hamsa is actually a, uh, it's, 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 it's in different cultures, several, several, several cultures. Um, Muslim is one of them. Judaism is one of them. Judaism has the Hamsa in quite a few places. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if you're Jewish. I don't know if they consider themselves Christian or if they consider themselves like specifically Jewish and like, that's the end of it. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I do, I do know that they do believe in like a spiritual afterlife world kind of thing. So I am really curious to see what exactly like they do actually believe. Maybe I'll talk with my sister-in-law about it, but it is a thing in Jewish religion. So definitely go ahead and get rid of things like that. Also blankets, maybe pillows you have laying around. Things like that. Another thing I used to have as well when I was in the New Age were dream catchers. Okay, I'm going to have an issue with this one. Uh, A really big issue with this one. Dream catchers are not necessarily like something, you know, New Age and cool and that kind of stuff. It actually originated from Native American culture. And my grandpa, right, I'm going to go see him in a few weeks. He is actually like born and raised on the reservation. And I am, like, 116th Native American. Um, I am... You can't just tell someone to get rid of their culture. 
you, you can't just do that. Like, just because somebody's not, you know, 100% white and doesn't have your specific culture doesn't mean that they're not Christian, doesn't mean that they're bad people. This I have an issue with. This 100% is just a fucking problem. This is just like, I don't know, culturism? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Racism, sexism, culturism. I, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of isms going on here. <laughs> So dream catchers tend to have their own significance and their own meaning and it's not just a cute design it actually does hold a lot of meaning to people that know what these dream catchers Right it is and people who think it is a cute design usually that's culture appropriation right there and that's not okay and that's probably what most of these new age things and places are doing is cultural appropriation so I'm glad that she knows that there's a, a meaning behind it. I wonder if she goes into it. Catchers are four. I'm going to go ahead and read to you what dream catchers mean. Um, and, you know, everything has a significance. This is why I want to bring attention to it. So the dream catcher is used to protect people from nightmares and bad dreams. The charm was usually used for young children and hung above their cradles or beds. Okay, so this is one person's interpretation if you go into like the story of the dream catcher and like the spider and all that kind of stuff it is beautiful so i have researched where my grandpa is from and i know that tribe and i have like looked into that tribe's history their theories all this kind of stuff like in depth in detail and i know their stories i know what they believe in so she's taking one tribe's beliefs and spreading it <laughs> completely and saying like, this is it she's basically just like whitewashing it which is what the colonists did when the colonials came over and said hey um native americans you guys aren't biblical enough we need to get rid of your culture and now they're trying to get their culture back and we see this stuff happening again and if we're gonna go there like oh this is hung above baby's cribs okay get rid of the mobile <laughs> um why don't you listen to the wedding um traditions video because a lot of that stuff guess what it's not Christian. I hope she doesn't have a traditional wedding or has not had a traditional wedding because that stuff is not Christian at all. It is a collection of popular trends that have happened. For example, the white dress that was worn by either Queen Elizabeth or Queen Victoria, but that was worn as a fashion statement. And Christians took that and said, oh, it represents purity. So really look into those kinds of things before you decide, oh, this is Christian, this is, you know, even before I look into things that I'm into, I want to make sure that I'm not doing any cultural appropriation, and then I actually believe in whatever the fuck I'm doing. Native American cultures believe that both good and bad dreams fill the air at night. Once again, that isn't biblical. I believe that, you know, if we're having nightmares and we're having really bad dreams, um, someone that's been attacked a lot through my dreams, actually, I have to take that to the Lord. Me having a dream catcher there and depending on this dream catcher to signify um, protection and things like that, that is not biblical. Okay, so this brings up an interesting point. This is one of the reasons I got out of Christian. One of the many reasons I got out of Christianity, because, like, I would talk to my grandma, and she would say this a lot: "Bring to the Lord, bring to the Lord, bring to the Lord," every single time. And the thing is, I would bring these horrible situations to the Lord, and nothing would ever get solved. Nothing would ever get solved. You have to wait for it to boil to a head before there's the overflow of emotions. Before there's a situation that needs to be solved. Not yeah. So that it just wasn't healthy 
um, when my cousin was staying with us, she was uh, doing heroin and it was, it was not a good situation. She was kicked out of the house because we found out that she was continuing to use heroin and we, I couldn't rectify the situation with her in person. So what we ended up doing was we took a picture of her and we burnt it. And in my mind, the situation was rectified. The situation is okay. Um, and I can like move on and live with myself because I did that. If I had just sat there and brought it to the Lord, I still have issues with it. And I guarantee I wouldn't be able to like move on and be as healthy as I am now. So I don't know, just this whole bring it to the Lord. Bring it to the, I just don't see that as a healthy thing. So I would suggest instead pray to the Lord and ask him to remove those streams from you and to cover you as you sleep. Once again, these are things that I feel like a lot of people can be like, well, obviously you shouldn't have this, but this is not to judge anyone. There are times where once again, we see it being so trendy that we put them in our house, but support. I think it's funny that she says that it was not to judge anybody yet. She's like, oh, it's so trendy. Like, no, this is a fucking culture. This is a, a human being's culture, their background, where they came from. This is what defines them as a human being, their, their norms, their, what they follow as rules in society. This is what they believe. And it's just messed up that she's, oh, it's trendy. It's not trendy. It's, it's a part of a belief system that you may or may not understand. Portal you're opening, that's the door you're opening. And little by little, you have all these like knickknacks all over the place. I'm sorry, a portal that you're opening? A door? I am very confused as to what portal or door that she's talking about. We have not mentioned a Ouija board, so I'm, I'm confused as to what door she's actually talking about. That are not even Christian for you to have. I hope that this is something that, once again, you can look into by yourself and kind of go more in depth and see what is the origin of this symbol or this meaning or this thing that I have here in my house. The next thing that you should definitely not have in your house as a Christian is sage. So a lot of people get sage. Oh my God. Are you serious? So let's go to the Catholics real quick. I don't know what it is called. I am, I am so sorry. I am an ill-educated swine, but they have this thing that like, I think it's like a, a very important person <laughs> swings this ball around and it's full of smoke. They're saging. That's what they're doing. So I feel like it's okay if you only do it in certain settings. <laughs> no, sage is perfectly normal and fine to do. I do wonder what her reasoning is, though. Sage, and they'll light it up and do house cleanses with these sages. So you burn the sage, sages. and you can either have it laying there or you do smudging. Think about sage in the same way that us Christians do um, with anointing our objects. That's a really good point, actually. She anoints objects. She probably blesses that oil um, so that she can anoint things. I am very confused as to why sage would be bad then, since it's basically same thing, different medium. Just like acrylic paint versus oil paint. Same thing, different medium. Our house or our family, you know, like we go around with the oil and we anoint the place. Well, this is the opposite. In the spirit realm, they view this as more of a spiritual cleansing. Yeah, it is a spiritual cleansing, but the oil can be as well. I don't know. When I was Christian, I had to go around and bless the house. There are ways that you can bless a house as a Christian because we had um, 
a demonic entity in there. And I tell you, when I blessed it as a Christian, just pissed it off. It just got more active. Like, it was just like, no, fuck you. Um, but yeah, it, mm, you can bless a house as a Christian. I have seen these things. And that that's another thing is like, when you see like these ghost hunting shows, not all of them are real, but there are some paranormal investigators out there that actually do go out and try and like help people out there. A lot of these people are coming from a Christian background and they are, they're at their wit's end. What do they do? You know, they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to deal with the situation that's in their house and they're scared. And so they're going to people to try and get help. And usually what they get is a psychic medium and they get a lot of answers and that's not Christian, but they need help. They're scared. What else are they supposed to do? There's no talk in the Bible as to what to do. Sometimes if you find a Christian that's a little more spiritual, they can help you out. But finding those Christians is kind of hard to do. So I wonder if she brings any of that up. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and read a little bit about what smudging is. And hopefully this God. can help you kind of see why we shouldn't have this. Smudging has long been used to connect to the spirit realm or enhance intuition. What? Connect to the spirit realm? It's more like cleansing. It's more like putting a barrier between you and the spirit realm or trying to get rid of something. It's really funny because scientists have actually done research and studies and found out that sage actually kills 99.9% of like germs and um, things in the air. So while people were using this as cleansing, it literally was cleansing the air. So I find that really interesting. Um, but it doesn't like connect you to the spirit realm. Does it help with intuition? I don't think so. Like a hundred other things. Like you can use, um, you can use candles to help with intuition. You can use, what are those? Those like burning sticks that I don't use. <laughs> Not sage, but they have the incense. You can use incense to help with intuition. I don't know about sage. Sage is more of like a protection thing. For healers and lay people in traditional cultures, burning sage is used to achieve a healing state or to solve or reflect upon spiritual dilemmas. So, yeah. So here we go once again. Cultures. You just said cultures and lay cultures. Um, first of all, you can use it for healing. 100%. You can use it to try and like help you, you know, with a couple of ailments and stuff like that. Obviously, if you have COVID, don't be letting some sage because it'll be hard for you to breathe anyway. <laughs> Let's not add to that. But once again, we're taking that culture and we're saying, hey, so if you're Christian, you have to get rid of that culture because it's not Christian. <laughs> the fuck, dude? But it can be used for healing. Oh, yeah. Definitely shouldn't be going and saging your house and walking around with that. When I was in the New Age, I didn't really do sage. Um, I did have incense and things like that. Incense and sage are two different things. I do want to point that out real quick. This has been something so big that I've seen recently. People, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get rid and cleanse my house because I feel bad energy. And they do, you know, this whole cleansing with the sage. And if you're a Christian... Definitely stay away from that, especially like given the reasons why they're doing this. It's to, it's saying right here, um, burning sage is used to achieve a healing state, um, to solve or reflect upon spiritual dilemmas. I don't know any solving or reflecting upon spiritual dilemmas. I think that's more what for what, wow, tarot cards, 
um, journaling, meditation. That's what those kinds of things are for, not sage. So just from her lack of understanding of basic things, honestly, I am getting that she, she probably, you know what? I'm going to save that for the end. We'll talk about that in the end. Because I want to I know if maybe there's something she's really knowledgeable about. I would love to see that. It's like all our burdens, all our things that we're going through and struggling with, we should be taking to the Lord. A hundred percent. No exceptions. I think it's getting a little bit dark in here, so I might have to turn on a light. The next thing that I wrote down on my list is tarot cards. Now, tarot cards, I actually have seen some Christians engage in, whether they go and... Oh my God. I, I wonder how much research she's actually done into tarot cards. Because if you if you look at, like, the movies, which I hate going to this, but, like, if you look at the movies and, like, all those kinds of things, death literally means death. And, like, Harry Potter, for example. Everyone loves to go to fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> when he got the, um, the Grimm in his cup, that was a scary scene. That, I mean, I mean, it wasn't, like, terrifying or anything like that. It's not like it's conjuring or anything, but... You know, if that happened to you in real life, that would be scary. That would not be a fun experience to go through. I wonder how much research she's done. So let's see. Get their cards read or they themselves have these tarot cards or like angel decks. And because we are Christians at times, believers think, oh, this is normal. Like I know about angels, but this is not in the same aspect as biblical angels. These are tarot cards. So I'm going to go ahead and read to you what tarot cards are. It says tarot cards reading is the practice of using tarot cards to gain insight into the past, present, or future by formulating a question, then drawing and interpreting cards. The being of Okay, so I want to make sure she was done with her little definition there. Um, so this is assuming there's only one motherfucking spread. Past, present, future, and that's it. There are so many spreads. You can make your own spreads. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, there's so many different spreads. And it's not just to get, you know, insight into a, a future event. It is to get information or insight into a situation as well. So if there's something going on, you can do a tarot spread. You can even draw one card and just ask a question and interpret that card. I think Everyday Tarot is a really good book that you guys should read if you're more interested in tarot cards. It changed how I look at the tarot cards and um, all that kind of stuff, like completely for me. I really don't think that she's getting the point of tarot cards though. If she thinks that it's just past, present, future, okay, here it is. Um, so yeah. That's with figuring out your future, um, your present, what you should be doing, you know, seeking guidance in these cards is totally against the Lord. And it's just realizing that we do not have the answers, nor should we be seeking answers through other people or other cards. We have the ability to go to God. Oh my goodness. On the screen, she has abomination. Like she Googled abomination and then she has the like one of the descriptions, the definition circled. So the thing that causes disgust or hatred. So she is saying that anyone who uses those is an abomination. The cards themselves are an abomination. Um, <laughs> this is why witches were hung. This is why we had the crusades. 
I don't see any of that happened in the Christian community. I mean, they're the ones doing the hanging. They're the ones starting the wars. If Christians get killed because of a situation, they probably fucking started that situation. Like, I'm sorry, but if you go out to the wild and poke a rattlesnake, guess what? You're going to get bit. Don't fuck with it. Leave it alone. <laughs> like, I'm just so confused. And I, I'm just, I don't think she understands what tarot cards are. I really, really, really don't. And ask him for leadership. Ask him to help yeah, yeah, us yeah, yeah, and yeah. guide us. And, you know, we can seek that from the Lord. So many times I've seen brothers and sisters be so led by these cards into defining what their life should look like, what their next step is. Who are we, you know, to be interpreting? I'm sorry, but if you're going to the cards to see what your life should look like, I mean, like I said, these are for insight. Personal growth, not necessarily like to define you. Our future, to be interpreting our present or our past, or to be defined by those things. These things are not stable at all. And a lot of times these cards can also go ahead and tell you bad things that are going to happen to you. And it's like, why would you want anything being spoken over you like that? And then you're li living in fear. The Lord does not give a spirit of fear, but here you are a believer believing these things. And now you're terrified that something's going to happen to you. You're going to lose something. You're going to lose someone. And okay. So right here, she's saying you're going to lose something. You're going to lose someone. I'm getting that she has interpreted the death card to literally mean death. In my um, practice, <laughs> death doesn't actually mean death. It means the end of something. So when I graduated college and I get the death card, that wasn't the death of me or someone. That was the end of, my, of that chapter of my life. So, you know, I just don't feel... Like, she is understanding or getting the entire concept of tarot. And, and let's go into the divination thing that she was talking about. The three-card spread. That was the only fucking spread. You know, past, present, future. Okay, let's say you got something specific for your future. If, if you find out the next day you're pregnant, guess what? That future changes drastically. If you fall down the stairs right after your tarot reading or the next day or something, your future changes. That just because you get a reading doesn't mean that's set in stone. <coughs> Sorry. I just wonder how much, how much research has she done into this? Because it doesn't seem like it's a lot of research. And to be ill-prepared like this for a video that you're going to be talking about, things that Christians should not own, you should know what you're talking about. I'm not saying go into detail. I'm just saying no. It just it just really bothers me, but I'm not going to go too in-depth. Once again, this is just something to give you insight on what you shouldn't have. There's no insight. And hopefully it gives you, you know, a little bit more hunger to kind of do your own research. Moving on to the next one, I wrote down that you shouldn't have jewelry or bracelets with Hamsa symbols or third eye symbols. So the third eye or the evil eye sometimes is really shown on the bracelets. A lot of people tend to have those and they'll stack them up. And I also used to wear it myself and I used to have a Hamsa necklace. So the Hamsa is actually um, known as the hand of Fatima um, or also the hand of Miriam. But if you read into a little bit, it says it's the daughter of the Prophet Muhammad. So this is more for Muslim. Okay, so this is 
wrong again. Um, this is so wrong. It is Middle Eastern, 100%. And I mean, it's partially right. I wonder, does she say anything else? Muslim beliefs, and obviously as Christians, we're not Muslim, so why do you have that on you? It's kind of like, imagine yourself wearing, like I said, tannic symbol or a star or the Baphomet and it's like why are you wearing something or representing something that's not even what you stand for so she just compared the Muslim culture to satanic culture um interesting honey Jesse Jessica you need to do some research <laughs> um so basically it is also very popular in Jewish Fates as well. It's known as the Hand of Miriam, as she had said, but Miriam was the sister to Moses, who led the Israelites out of Egypt. <laughs> um, Hamsa is a Hebrew word, which Hebrew, if you don't know, is Jewish. So, I don't know if we've done our research again. <laughs> and it actually represents the five elements um so yeah she, what she was saying about the muslim culture definitely it does hold true and in buddhist culture in hinduism culture it's got different meanings in each of these cultures however it's named after a hebrew word so at the end of the day it is to bring positively positivity good luck and happiness so once again, we do not have adequate descriptions and definitions. This is what happens when you have somebody who's an outsider describing these kinds of things. So, yeah. This doesn't make sense, right? So the next thing that I wrote down is statues of Buddha. 100%. If you are not going to be respectful towards Buddha, you shouldn't be having a statue of Buddha um, anywhere in your house. Or having statues of the see, hear, speak, no evil. Okay, so I have an issue with that one. Um, the see, hear, and speak, no evil is actually reminiscent of the disabilities that we have in the world. So deaf, mute, and blind. Uh, when I was at Gallaudet University, they actually had the deaf um, monkey or pig or, you know, they have different reiterations of this, um, but they actually had that there. And so not only are we saying, hey, if you're um, Native American or you have a different culture, you you can't be Christian. You're not Christian. Um, but now it's if you're disabled, you also cannot be Christian. Um, <laughs> this is just a shit show. Uh, this is horrendous. This honestly makes me so sad and just so angry and so mad because it's sitting here saying that people with disabilities can't be Christian and you also can't be prideful of your disability either, because that is exactly what those um, see, hear, and speak um, things are. It's, it, just because it says, see no evil, that doesn't mean what you think it means. That, oh my god. Monkeys. I used to have so many of these, and this is something that the Lord, um, once I did get saved, he told me like I had not watched anything or seen anything. He just showed me that these were items that don't honor him. And he talks about statues and having images, you know, in the Bible and it's just not right for us to hold in our home. So I grabbed everything that I had and I remember throwing them all away. 
I threw everything away, all my Buddhas, all my elephants, um, the monkeys that I had, anything. I'm not sure what the elephants have to do with anything. I have a friend who loves elephants. Oh my God. I'm doesn't really represent anything. (laughs) I mean, yeah, in India, I guess, you know, they hold them sacred, but you can have an elephant statue in your house. It's fine. Like that, I threw it all away. Definitely recommend you go ahead and toss those out as well. Oh, big, big, big thing. When I say toss these things out, I mean throw them away. Okay. I have an issue with this. So she has put on the screen, throw away, burn, break, let it not serve any purpose again. So this is really, 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 really frustrating and upset. When I was going from Christianity and I was converting to, I guess you'd say new age, but Wicca is what I'm going to call it because (laughs) that's what it is. Um, When I was converting, I didn't throw away my old Bibles. I didn't burn my old Bibles. I gave those to friends and family who I knew would use them and want them. And the ones that they didn't want, I donated. So I don't understand why she can't show the same respect to those people, to those items, and donate them. They need to be donated. Um, it's it's just it's it's just really upsetting to see this amount of disrespect. Because even when I was leaving the Christian faith, I didn't show this amount of disrespect and disdain and hate um, towards the Christian community or anything like that. I still have Christian friends who are very accepting of my witchcraft and my nature and all those kinds of things. So it's just really upsetting to see things like this and hear things like this and just know that there are people like Jessica, who don't value you as a human being because you don't have the same beliefs as them. And it's just really upsetting. Everything that I've named so far. Um, don't sit there and re-gift these things or feel attachment. I know. Why can't you re-gift things? Or donate them. Be a good person. I mean, I'm not saying go to Goodwill because Goodwill's... A lot of them are added, like really shitty. But you can make someone really, 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 really happy just by donating that. Like, that's just upsetting. It feel very, very easy to say, I spend money on this. This is very beautiful to me. I, you know, whatever. No, <laughs> like, don't re-gift these things. This is not something that you give another person to put into their house. You have to get rid of it. And I know it's not easy, but it's not honoring the Lord. And that's where our heart should be. That's where our posture should be. It's Lord, does this honor you? No, then it has to go. Another thing that I definitely recommend getting rid of in your house is anything that has the tree of life symbol, um, the lotus. Oh my God, I'm lose my shit. Flower, that's also Buddhism, um, and the elephant knickknacks, things like that. So just a little bit adding on to statues and stuff. The lotus flower has become a lot more relaxed as well in the house because it's more comforting and relaxing. Um, Okay. Oh my God. This is so frustrating. Like my ring is a lotus flower and I look at the lotus flower, like me and Brandon, we, when we started our relationship, we started it from nothing and beauty came from that. And the lotus flower is supposed to be one of the most beautiful flowers that came from basically like nothing or dirt. And that's why I have that on my ring. I would never throw that away. The fact that she would suggest something like that is absolutely insane to me. And I don't understand the whole elephant thing. 
I am so confused with the elephant thing. Like my friend loves elephants. She's Christian, loves elephants, like loves them. She has statues everywhere, everywhere. And I just, oh my God, asking her to throw this away would be like asking her to throw away part of her soul. I just, I'm not getting it. I'm just not getting it. An animal's an animal is an animal is an animal. The end. I'm not saying that if you actually like lotus flowers, don't have like a painting of a lotus flower or whatever that may be. But I'm saying the connection that the lotus flower tends to have is rooted in Buddhism. And it's actually a story in Buddhism that I remember I used to love. And it basically talks about how the lotus flower comes from like the depth of... Okay, so now she has something on the screen, which is basically, she Googled it. So she's Googling this stuff and putting it on the screen. Um, But it says it's regarded in many different cultures, especially in Eastern religions, as a symbol of purity, enlightenment, self-regeneration, and rebirth. Its characteristics are a perfect analogy for the human condition. Even when its roots are in the dirtiest waters, the lotus produces the most beautiful flower. The thing is, if you're talking about purity, enlightenment, and self-regeneration and rebirth, if you talk about those things within a Christian setting, perfect. That's great. But if you talk about it in this kind of setting, then you're of the devil. (laughs) It's just so backwards because it's like talking about the same thing, but from a different perspective. So Christians being able, Christians like this, extreme Christians, not... Um, Christians who are more spiritual, Christians who are accepting, um, but Christians like this who are just very much like, it's it's one way, it's my way, it's the highway. Those kinds of people are unable to look at things from a different perspective and unable to accept different cultures and different people and and things like that. So, (laughs) honey. The dirt, the sea, whatever. And when it sprouts, it becomes something beautiful. So it signifies enlightenment and it signifies a lot of different things that once again, it's not biblical. The only thing we should be taking pride in enjoying is the fact that the Lord has made us new. He has oh redeemed God. us. He has made us a new creation. And, you know, it's just, it's things that you can twist into saying it is, you know, signifying God. But really, really see where the root of the person who created that item was coming from. So the last thing that I wrote down on this list. Is we at the last one, thank God. Is candles for saints. I'm like, what? Candles. Catholics use candles for saints. I've never touched a candle for a saint, ever. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't even know where to begin. Uh, Candles for saints. (laughs) So this is, once again, gatekeeping. This is sitting here saying, well, you're not Christian because you burn candles. You're not Christian because you have saints. You're not Christian because... You read a, a, you know, a different version of the same book that I do. <laughs> My God. Or moods. So I know you know what I'm talking about. Moods. If you don't already, but. Okay, so she puts mood candle on there. And one of them is money. Money's not a mood, honey. <laughs> Anything with the candle that has a picture of a saint um, it's usually because you are burning that candle to honor that saint or to ask something out of this saint or, um, to also seek a mood. So to seek a mood, to seek a mood and a mood is money. Apparently 
and a mood is, I mean, happiness is a mood, but you don't burn these candles to seek happiness. You burn the candles to bring happiness into your life. Oh my goodness, honey. Um, oh my. So many times people will buy a certain colored candle to signify money or signify peace. Well, healing is also not a mood and she's got that up. Oh, whatever. There's so many different things why these candles are used. And in the new age, this is used a lot. So I would get rid of any candles that have a meaning of wanting a mood. Okay. Um, I hope she doesn't have birthday cakes because wishing on a cake is a form of witchcraft. I hope she doesn't pick up any pennies off the street because, you know, find a penny. It's good luck. That's witchcraft. <laughs> She must live her life very, 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 very carefully. Um, I mean, not even... In that case, you can't have any candles at all. Because green in general symbolizes money. Um, pink usually symbolizes love or self-love or, you know, things like that. Lavender is very calming. Uh, and purple, <laughs> when I say lavender. Nothing's purple anymore. It's all just lavender. Um, it's very calming. And, I mean... Especially with lavender, that has been scientifically proven. Like, lavender does make you calm. Um, so, I guess she, I don't know why she has candle holders behind her because she can't have any candles, is what she's saying. Or, you know, an atmosphere of something. I know these things can sometimes come off very, like, it's just strict and it's just a little no. bit much. But <laughs> when you see God and you see his heart and you read the word of God, you see that he is a jealous God. And I'm so glad she brought that up. He is very jealous. If you take God out of the picture and you say that you are in a relationship with a human being that's acting like this, where this human being is like, you can't talk to this friend because they're wicked. You can't have this candle in your life. You can't have this in your life. You can't get that. You need to get rid of all the decor in your life. That is a toxic relationship. This is an extremely toxic relationship and they would send you over to like a women's care shelter or something like that. Or, you know, if you're a man, they would send you somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. But like, this is not a good relationship. It, God is exceptionally narcissistic. He's extremely jealous. There is nothing healthy about that. Take God out of the picture and put in your boyfriend and tell me what, or your girlfriend, and tell me what you think then. It tells us that in scripture. He does not want us saying that we serve him and we love him, we honor him, but then also have these idols in our house. Our house should be a place where it's like, we will serve the Lord in this home. There's nothing else that takes your place, Lord, and I'm going to show it to you. Like, there's no idols that I have. There's no simple... So this is really, really difficult to do when you have, um, so for example, my mother-in-law, her daughter is Jewish and her daughter-in-law is Wiccan. So she does put some witchy things like up here and there, like to honor me, like especially during Yule. But she also has like the Hanukkah candles and, you know, different things of that nature to honor the Jewish side. So for her to say these things, I just feel like she's never met, ever met anybody who wasn't Christian, who didn't believe in similar crap, if not the same as her. So 
Maybe she's an only child. I don't know. There's just a lot to unpack there. ...that I put over you. There's no um, practice that I put over you. There's nothing that I seek, um, whether it's for my present or for my future, that is not of you. And it's not coming from your will in my life. It's a hard posture. And whether we see it or not, these objects do have a really big gateway into us entering into demonic things. And... Demonic... Oh my god. Um, she'd hate my room, first of all. Second of all, these things are not, like, d demonic things. I'm... <laughs> what? <laughs> but, like, I also feel like saying stuff like that is also really rude. Like, I used to have this friend who was, um, I guess, more into the New Age stuff than... Um, a lot of Christians are, and she used to have a Christian friend, and the Christian friend would always say, oh, you know, you're going, you're going to go to hell. And it would make her upset because she thought so low of her. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's just upsetting. If they're not already obviously demonic, um, there's a lot of times where we can start really being double-minded in our beliefs because we have this idea of, for example, the Buddhist beliefs, but we say we're Christian, but we still admire that and respect the Buddhist practice and we want to take part in it. You know, so many times, like I remember walking into when I was like in high school, walking into friends' houses and they'll tell me they're Christian, but I'll walk in and I'll see like Buddhas everywhere and I'll see the tree of lives and I would see stones and crystals and sage and all this stuff. And I was still in the new age at that time. And I remember just being like, huh, like, okay, so if you're a Christian, you can still do this. Like, okay. So I just want you to also do this for the fact that like people are also looking at you, you know, when you're a Christian, you know, we should have people come to our house and feel the spirit of the Lord. Oh my goodness. Um, mm. First of all, you can do that while you are still Christian. It's just a matter of perspective and how uh, you view that and, and, and different kinds of things like that. There's a lot that goes into it. God has made a lot of things in, in the world. And as far as like the tree of life thing, which I know she mentioned a while back, um, it just, I, you know, I don't want you to have the tree of life in your home if you're going to be disrespecting it. You know, I, it just makes me sad. And the other thing is it sounds like she has a lot of personal goals of just like, I want you to feel like you're honoring the Lord and in this house and la da 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 da. And I'm just kind of like, well, um, you know, <laughs> that's your goals. That's your personal goals. That's not everybody else's goal. Everybody else has different goals. So yeah, <laughs> to expect that from somebody else, like, I'm sorry, I don't fucking decorate my house for your comfort. When you pay my mortgage, we can have a conversation. But my house is decorated because it's my house. <laughs> We're not in a communist country. We're not in a communist party. So you need to, like, mind your P's and Q's. And if you don't, like, get the fuck out. Don't let the door hit ya. Like, we should be able to have people come in our homes and be like, okay, like, I feel not, not only do I see God. First, it's like inviting God in your house, not inviting these other stuff. Like when people go into our home, like I'm still working on our house right now and I love it. But the biggest thing to me is praising God, having an ambience where it's like you can praise the Lord here and we're going to talk about God here. You know, we're going to serve God here and 
People should come in your home and know they're going to receive the love of God. People should come in your home if they want to come in your home. It's not all about God and the Lord and, and this and that. I mean, I get you want to throw that out there and have a lot of that out there. Just like I want to have the witchiness out there. But I don't put my decorations up for other people. I don't sit there and say, oh, other witches can come to my house and want to, you know, call upon Pan or something. Like, no. No. My opinion is you are responsible for the energy that you uh, bring into this house. And peace that comes from God and joy that comes from God. And, you know, that's what our goal should be. Like, let's just make our home a place where people feel that and want to know God, want to know the Lord, and are walking into a whole bunch of confusion, <laughs> you know, other practices that are not even biblical, so. Oh, wow. Okay, so apparently if there's another practice that's not biblical, then you shouldn't be friends with that person. Like, oh my God. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Oh my God, that just, it just makes me sad and upset to hear these kinds of things because it's like Christians act like there's such a war on Christianity and it's like, it's a war you're creating. They only want to associate with Christians. They only want to be, so I'm like, okay, then just you do that. But there's less and less of you because you're just so closed-minded. You're not willing to accept the other, you know, (laughs) there's so much more than just you and your faith and your culture. What about the Buddhist culture and Hinduism and Judaism? Like those are real cultures. Those are real practices. Those are real beliefs. And you just want to throw those all out the window. This just reminds me of when the white people came over and told the Native Americans that they can't be this, 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 and this and need to change their ways and beliefs. It's just bullshit. Yeah, it's just something that um, I wanted to make a quick video on. So I hope that this helps you and... I wanted to go a little bit more in depth and talk about it, but I just felt led to kind of share these things. So let me know first if you guys have any questions or is there anything you want me to go a little bit more in depth on from what I've shared already. Um, But if you are a Christian, the reason why I'm not going too in depth is because I want you to go ahead and read into your Bible and seek what the word says. But I'll share scriptures that... So she's purposefully like misleading Christians on what this stuff actually is. But I also feel like she is, because at the end of the video, I'm going to give my thoughts. I just feel like she's not very knowledgeable about these things. Like the, like the, the elephants and the see no evil, speak no evil and hear no evil. Like that's disability and she's just very uneducated I feel like she was probably one of those people who went on Instagram and was like oh my god this is so trendy whereas for some people real people this might actually be like a religion for them a way of life for them a practice for them something that's real you know this isn't just like a fun like ha 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 let's you know, pretend to like these rocks and stuff. Like, no, this is real. This is the actual, like how we're feeling about stuff. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm really just frustrated (laughs) with this video right now. Um, I feel like she hasn't done adequate research to put out a video like this. I would be embarrassed if I was her, especially since she's sitting here saying, oh, I was into the new age, this, the new age, that, and you know, all that kind of crap. 
um, then she should be talking about it more and she should be she should be more into it. In my opinion, this isn't somebody who is into new age. This is somebody who was probably on Instagram a lot, joined a couple of Facebook groups, maybe read a few books that she got from a new age store and didn't actually do any research and found actual books on like Barnes and Noble or online or something like that, that she could buy that would have better information in them. <clears throat> no opinions there. Um, but like, it's just, it's all very surface level, very surface level. Uh, are aligned with this ultimately just seek God's heart in all of this and kind of look around and hopefully something came to mind that's in your house and you're like whoa I need to get rid of that like oh my goodness I'm not even going to dignify the ending of this video because I'm sure it's more nonsensical bullshit but I hope that you guys enjoyed this video um yeah let's go look at the comments um so let's see what she has for a description Oh, so she has her Cash App. Um, support the channel, Cash App and PayPal. She has an Instagram. She has a podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. I'm going to have to check that out later. I did not know she had a podcast. Um, let's see. One of the first comments. Crystals are not inherently bad. They're naturally occurring rocks and minerals that was created by God. And that's where I'm confused. Um, what else do we have? Ow. Um, now we have just like a whole bunch of Christian nonsense. The prayer candles are definitely a Catholic thing. Especially a Hispanic Catholic thing. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> we Catholics like prayer candles all the time. Both in church and at home. I don't think that's bad. Also, Catholics... I don't know what it's called, but their pasture will go around with a, like a swinging metal ball with smoke in it. Yeah, honey, that's sage. <laughs> People don't realize that getting tarot readings is just like using a, the Ouija board. <gasps> oh my god. That's so not true. That's so not true. Those are two different mediums, honey. I mean, in a way, it's true. But the thing is, like, with the tarot card, you're trying to get some insight into yourself. With a Ouija board, you're definitely reaching out and opening some doors. Um, wow. <laughs> oh, I had tarot cards and plays them, and she doesn't take what I've told her about them seriously. Oh, my God. I had a reading seemed innocent at first and ended up destroying my life. <laughs> ended up destroying my life? How? Oh my, would you mind sharing a little bit about how they destroyed your life? Use the Ouija board. If you want to stop seeing tarot readings on Instagram, stop following people. Oh my god. Honestly, I just collect these stones because they look cool. See? I, I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's cool too, but it's also useful. I, it's sad. I used to have posters of celebrities on my wall. When I got saved, I took them down. The only thing hanging on my wall is a calendar. Yeah, because you need a basic bitch room. I was so scared when I saw cards. I thought you're going to tell me God is not okay with me playing Uno. Oh my God. 
Oh my gosh. People are really scared of sage and palo santo. I used to use sage, palo santo, and crystals. Shake my head. So thankful Jesus is a redeemer and saved me for that from that mess. Wow. Wood and stone's a mess. I'm confused. Didn't God create the world we, we know? All of it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's a lot of... This is interesting. I think I'm going to do a couple more videos about this chick if she has some interesting um, thoughts. <laughs> Why are you making these items seem demonic when they're just sacred to other religions? Yes, Trinity, sweetie. Yes. Yes. Liking that comment. Okay. Because it is demonic in nature. Just because non-Christian thinks it's sacred doesn't mean it's sacred. Oh my god. The answer is in your Bible. You don't have any other religion, sacred items, if you're a believer of Jesus Christ. <gasps> oh my god. That is horrible. That is horrible. Why would someone say something like that? Why would someone say something? That's so horrible. Basically, it's just like if you're Native American, if you believe in something else, like you're a horrible person and you should just die. That's all that I get from this. Like, the only people who can be Christians is like white people. Honestly. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh my gosh, these are horrible. Got lost in New Age, but just recently, since Lent, I have removed all demonic possessions from my home. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm just upset by the complete disregard and seemingly, like, hatred that people have towards other religions. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. This was a really interesting video. Um, I like going over these kinds of things and just kind of spreading the like, hey, you know, this isn't okay, or this is okay to say, and stuff like that. Nine times out of ten, this is bullshit you shouldn't say. Um, but apparently Jessica Joy has a lot to explain about these kinds of things, and is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly just against other religion. Like, what is that? Religionist? I don't know. Any other religions? Any other cultures? Or anyone who's just different. So let me know what you guys think. Um, we will go ahead and post this episode. Like I said, I'm so sorry for not being here the last couple of weeks. I have been so, 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 so sick. And we are going to continue with lives, however they may be at night. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye!